Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I am your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we're talking about leaving yourself behind. So what do I mean when I say that? Well, if you've been listening to the last couple of podcast episodes this week, you've heard me talk about my takeaways from speakers like David Goggins, Tim Grover, and Brad Lea, uh, Brad Lee, I guess. I always thought his name was Brad Lea, but it's Brad Lee, from the Limitless Arena event that I was at last weekend. And today, I've been going over the notes basically all week, reading back, remembering different parts of different speeches, and today I wanted to go into basically my main takeaways from the speed from the event as a whole, not any one individual speaker. And my main takeaway was leave yourself behind. And when I say that, what I really mean is if you have big goals or big aspirations, there are things that you need to leave behind about yourself. Like the idea of doing a podcast and, you know, speaking to a camera and all of that stuff five years ago, terrified the shit out of me. The first 10 interviews, 20 interviews that I did on this show, I remember being deathly nervous still to the point of some of the later episodes, you know, coming on and depending on who the guest was or something else like that, I would always feel these overwhelming nerves before the show. I remember a couple in particular. One was Brett Bartholomew, a coach that I've been following for a really long time. He agreed to do a podcast with me. I remember he came onto the screen when we were sitting down for the interview. These were my first 100 episodes were all interviews. And there was just an immediate moment of, he's actually sitting in this room with me. I'm not just watching a YouTube video of his. And the same thing with a couple of other guests. And the big thing that I want to touch on there is that you know, years ago, this kind of thing would have terrified me. Whereas the newer version of myself, when I had Brett on the show, I had that moment of like, oh my God, that's really Brett Bartholomew, this guy I've been following for so long. And then immediately I was like, you're good, man. We're just talking about training. I talk about training every day and I'm just having a conversation. I don't have to worry about how many people see this. I don't have to worry about, you know, saying something stupid. I just need to talk. And then I was able to have a really good conversation where he actually told me after that it was a great podcast and he really enjoyed coming on. And even further, for a long time, the idea of doing a solo episode was a terrifying thing to me. I was like, oh, like, who's going to care what I have to say? And, you know, nobody, nobody, nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody cares what I think. Nobody's going to listen to that. Yet, continuously through the solo episodes that I do, I get messages on a weekly basis telling me that, you know, one of the episodes really resonated with a person and it's really helped them out a lot. They implement a lot of the stuff that I have to say. 
But if I hadn't taken the leap, if I hadn't decided get past the fucking fear of sitting down, get past that imposter syndrome of feeling like nobody's going to want to listen to you and just fucking do it, then those people that I've been able to impact or I've been able to help wouldn't have been impacted or wouldn't have been helped. And coming into the event and how this was a takeaway from the Limitless Arena event, all of these things were just sort of resonating as I was listening to these speakers. What I really started to understand was, you know, top to bottom, the list of speakers came from really bad backgrounds or if not really bad backgrounds, they were really different people when they were growing up. It's not like Gary Vaynerchuk was, you know, five years old living in a mansion surrounded by wealth, but he developed into a human being that was able to build a $250 million company and impact millions of lives around the world. And it really just made me understand that the commonality between all of these incredible people was continuous growth and continuous development, doing the things that they were scared to do, doing the things that they knew would lead them to the lives they wanted. And this is the type of thing that I feel so many athletes are lacking. And then it got me thinking, why? Why do so many people, like if the blueprint's there, if all these people are out there giving away all this free value, telling you how to be rich, telling you how to build your dream life, all of that, why aren't people doing it? And what it really got me thinking about was, you know, self-limitation. And I know I've been guilty of this, and I know a lot of other people that have as well. But I believe people put limits on themselves because they don't believe they're worthy of higher levels. They don't believe they're worthy of actually becoming a champion. They don't believe they're worthy of it. So they put limitations on themselves to leave that excuse down the road of, oh, well, I didn't make it because of this. Because it's easier to be aspiring. It's easier to be working towards something than it is to truly give it everything you've got and not succeed and this is something you know this got me thinking a lot about you know examples of athletes and things like that and one of the easiest ones that comes to mind is if you listen to old john jones interviews he talked about how he would go out and get blackout wasted one week before every single fight i don't know if he's still doing that or not but down way back in the day he would go out and get blackout wasted before every single fight and he said it was so that he had a built-in excuse. If someone was to beat him, he'd come out and he'd say, well, you know, I was like, I was partying the week before. Like, if I hadn't been partying, if I'd actually been taking it seriously, then, you know, then I would have I been able to smash him. And so many people put those subconscious limitations on themselves, maybe not going out and blacking out right before you're supposed to go compete, but, you know, not taking their training as seriously, not showing up to the gym, not putting the work in that they know they need to put in, not taking care of their nutrition. It's not that they don't know what to do. It's not that they don't know that it's going to help them. It's that subconsciously you're sitting here thinking, what if I do all of this stuff, make all of these sacrifices, sacrifice all this time, don't go to the party, don't drink, don't do this, don't do that, and live this lifestyle and don't fucking make it. And then I've got to ask you, if you're sitting here, if that resonated at all with you, and I beg of you, when you hear that, don't just dismiss it. Don't just be like, no, that's not me, bro. Like, ask yourself, is there anywhere that you're doing this? Because for me, one of the areas that I was doing that for a long time with you no know, business and life and my career was drinking. 
I was working really hard. I was, you know, waking up early in the morning. I was working a lot. I was putting time and effort in. But then on the weekends, I'd go out and get hammered. And when I would go out and get hammered on the weekends, I would then stay up super late, obviously, lose the entire next day mostly to being hungover and just feeling shitty. And then the next day, I might not be hungover anymore, but I still wasn't very caught up on sleep. So the next day was mostly kind of just, you know, getting through it so that I could catch up on sleep that night. And so if I would go out on a Friday, I would lose all day Saturday, and I would lose all day Sunday, and then I probably still wouldn't feel awesome on Monday. But in my head for a long time, it was like, well, you know, I'm still putting the work in. I'm still putting the time in. I'm, I, I work harder than a lot of people. And then I realized it was like, yeah, I might work harder than a lot of people, but I'm fucking taking two steps back every single week when I go out and do this stupid shit. So I gave it up and I cut it off cold turkey. Like when I made the decision that I didn't want to do that anymore, I just stopped. There was no like, oh, I'll just cut it down to every once in a while. I was like, no, this doesn't help me. This doesn't benefit me. I'm fucking done. And even through making that decision, through, you know, deciding never, I'm never going to drink again. There was a lot of times where I still felt pressure to do it, not because I really wanted to do it, but because it's not a typical thing for people not to drink. It's not a typical thing for people not to drink. So like I went to my brother's wedding and, you know, on more than one occasion, came to me oh you can just have one right oh yeah you know it's it's okay right like you can just have a couple like it's not a big deal like you can get back on it next week and there was literally nothing in the world telling me that i had to stay 100 percent sober and not have a single drink the night of that wedding except every time i thought about picking up a glass and having a drink all that i could think was nope you made a commitment that this isn't what you do anymore and I knew that not only would the hangover suck, but having to look myself in the mirror and be like, you committed to being fucking better than this and you failed that commitment would be something that I didn't want to face. And there have been plenty of other times as well where I'm out with a couple of friends and, you know, they're all sitting and having a beer and I say, no, just water for me. And right away it was like, well, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Like, is everything fine? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I just don't drink. And it's always an awkward thing, but this is what I mean when I talk about leaving yourself behind. Drinking was something I defined myself by. Going out and being the quote-unquote life of the party was something that I loved. But I loved it because I was fucking scared of what else I could accomplish. I was fucking scared of what other levels and what new things I'd be able to do. And since giving it up, honestly, I don't recognize myself anymore. I'm in better shape. I feel better day to day. My energy levels are so much higher all the time. My business is doing better. My athletes are doing better. My life overall is better in literally every single way. And now I'm at a place where it doesn't even tempt me. I don't care who I'm around. I don't care what's going on. I do not have even one tiny small temptation if someone offers me a drink to take it because I'm at a good place with it now because I've gotten past that fear of becoming the guy who doesn't drink. And when I think more about it, being the guy who doesn't drink, the scary part of it in the beginning was, what if I give up, you know, the partying, the having fun, all of that kind of stuff to focus more on the goals and the things I actually want to accomplish in life. 
and then I fall short and then I don't achieve those things that I wanted to achieve. You know, now all these people that I could have been drinking with are going to be laughing at me going, huh, you know, quit drinking and you're still not doing anything better. And then I realized, who fucking cares? I'd much rather pursue a goal that I have to the best of my ability and not let these things drag away from it or take away from it. And I'd much rather put myself in that position than put myself in the position that, you know, I'm taking steps away from these goals every week to show my friends that I'm still fun. You know, what matters more to you? And as soon as you can answer that question, that's what guides those decisions. And we put those limitations on ourselves, I believe, because we're scared of going all in and failing. And I know that was me for sure. I was scared of giving up the, you know, college version of myself, essentially. And I've given up the, like, of giving up the college version of myself. And I was scared of actually stepping into the adult version of myself, trying to see the true potential that I had in the world. But the second I got over that fear, life got so much better. And what I want you guys to think, because this is the thing that I keep coming back to, is think about your old age. Think about when you're in your 70s, you're in your 80s, whatever it might be. And think about when you look back at your life, are you going to be looking back and going, thank God I did all those drugs, drank all the time, and you know, slapped off and did all these things? Or are you going to be looking back and going, man, I'm so glad that I gave that goal that I had. I gave being a UFC champion the best that I could possibly give it. And whether you achieve that goal or not, be able to move on and be able to say, that was the chapter of my career where I went all in and I believed in me. And I know for me, every time I think about my old age and I think about, you know, the nights out and all that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, I've had some fun. But where I'm at right now is so much more validating and so much of a better place because I'm focused on literally trying to see how much of an impact I can have on the world. Focused on trying to see how much of an impact I can have, how much positive I can bring to the world and to other people in it. And so think about that old age. Think about that version of you at 78 years old and ask yourself, what you want to look back on your life and think about, what you want to look back on your life and see, what you want to look back on your life and have accomplished. And that is leaving yourself behind. Leave your behind the version of you that has those limitations. Leave behind the version of you that's not pursuing the goals the way that you know you need to if you're going to be successful. Leave that version behind. Step into the newer version. Step into the higher level version and start seeing what you are actually capable of. So guys, thank you. I appreciate you all tuning in. If you got some value from the show, I'd love to know what it was. Make sure to drop me a message on any of my social medias. The way to do that will be in the show notes below. And as always, I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.